Hello everyone, it's Victoria here and welcome to my Entrepreneur Diary. So this is a little bit of a prereq and guess where I am? Yep, you've probably guessed it, I am sitting in the car. I swore last week that I would never sit in the car again and do another podcast episode but I find myself on a Saturday night um, sitting in the car waiting for my son. You see, this is what happens when you have kids. When they get to that age where they're old enough to work and get themselves a part-time job, but they're either not old enough to drive or they're learning to drive like my son. So here I am again. So, oh, by the way, I'll tell you where I did end up like this week, actually back at the theory test centre and I will tell you all my son passed his theory test second time oh can't even tell you how pleased I am so it's been a really busy week this week this week has been manic it's been ridiculous um I don't know if I've told you guys before but I do some work for my dad um which I'm, I'm extremely lucky that I have a dad who will you know have me um into his office on a self-employed basis because when I lost my business I'd have been completely on my ass. so thank you to my lovely dad um, and I get to build my business at the same time so you know I know that not everyone has that luxury um, and you know I'm just so oh, I'm just so thankful for my dad you know um, it makes me very proud to be his daughter because He's such a lovely man and I just I'm just very lucky to have him and my mum of course as well. So let's get back to today's episode and let's dive straight in. So last week I said to you, I'm gonna talk to you this week about social media. Now I love social media. I really, really love it because I just think there are so many opportunities for um, people building businesses. You know, it's all out there for the taking, albeit you do have to learn a lot um, to be able to use social media platforms properly. But, you know, if you're willing to and you're up for that, then it, it really is a fantastic opportunity to get out there and use one or two of them or, you know, even if you have the time to learn them all, um, to get your business out there. So, all those years ago when I started my business, Candy Floss, um, I started off on Facebook. Now, I was already on Facebook as a, a friend thing. Um, and so I thought, so it was just a bit more easier, to be honest. So I just thought, right, OK, well, I'll set myself up a business page. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Now, the first top tip that I would say before actually even setting up um, any type of uh, social media platform is to know your ideal client and ideal customer. Now, your ideal client and your ideal customer is actually, they are actually different. Now, they can be the same, but they can be different. So with my business Candy Floss, for example, we um, provided high-end pamper events for children. So my ideal customer was normally the parent and it was actually normally the mum because it was predominantly the mum who booked. My ideal customer though 
uh, sorry, my ideal client was actually the child because it was the child who kind of had the the last say whether um whether they booked or not because it was well do they like it you know do they like what they're going to get do they like all the things that we do and etc 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 so it's very important to know that but it's also important to remember that ideal client and ideal customer can be the same person so when I remember hearing years ago, yeah, you've got to you've got to do ideal client work. You've got to do it. And I remember thinking, well, oh, I know, I know who that is, though. I know who it is, and of course, I didn't. I knew that maybe it would, you know, the the ideal customer was going to be maybe a mum or a dad. They'd have children, but that is pretty much all I knew. So I came back a little bit later to do ideal client work when I started using um, Facebook ads because you have to really be able to drill down on that person that you're going to attract to your page and to your advert because if you don't know, how on earth are you going to attract them? So I, what I did is I, I kind of treated it a little bit like an, in, an invention story, a little bit like inventing a bit emoji. And so therefore, you know, I wanted to know who my ideal client was, how old, well, say, say we'll go on customer first. So who's my ideal customer? How old are they? You know, it doesn't have to be a specific age, but it could be between, I don't know, 25 and 45. Where do they live? What do they eat? Where do they shop? Do they shop in Aldi? Do they shop in Marks and Spencers? Or do they shop, you know, in the middle, maybe Sainsbury's or Tesco's? Um, are they busy? Do they work? Do they eat out? Do they get takeaways? If they get takeaways, where do they get takeaways? There is <laughs> so much to know. Do they get their hair done? Where do they get their hair done? What are their interests? Do they go to the cinema? Do they go, do they like to go bowling? There is so much to inventing this person. Are they female? Are they male? Are they non-binary? Are they, or, or is your ideal client both? Is it female and male? So you can really, really put together a, effectively a person. You're inventing the person who you want to attract. So what happens when you've done this, this work and put in, you know, it's quite a bit of work that you have to do. I would say sit down, start typing or start write, writing. I like to get a, like a notebook and just jot it down. Maybe do a spider diagram. There's so many ways of doing it. And it probably takes, I would say, good two to three hours. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe from when you start and you're thinking, well, what, what, who is my client and who is my customer? And by the end of it, you are going to be looking for more paper. You really, really are because it gets the imagination going. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness, I, I know, I know who I'm going to attract. I know who I want to attract and I know who this is going to be for. So yes, that is definitely, definitely my, probably one of my biggest top tips. Now, second top tip is choosing a platform. 
Now, there are so many social platforms out there, isn't there? There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's TikTok, there's, um, oh, what else is there? <laughs> I've forgotten now. <laughs> I've forgotten what else there is. There's Twitter, there's um, Snapchat, there's, oh my goodness, there's absolutely, did I say Instagram? There's absolutely loads. Now, I would say pick one. I certainly wouldn't say go on to all of them at once because the thing is, if you've never used any of them, that's a lot of information to learn. So I would say master one, learn everything that you can. So I think I mentioned last week that, you know, for me, it was Facebook. So I studied Facebook business and (laughs) until an inch of its life, I really did. And then I went on to Facebook ads because I thought, well, you know, if if I'm going to be paying for ads, I need to be able to drill down on my ideal customer. Because, you know, if you don't use Facebook ads properly, um, and which which I didn't in, you know, in the early days, um, you can land up spending a lot of money and losing it because you haven't done it correctly. Um, and I think for me, I think I landed up spending... I think it was over £10,000 on Facebook ads. Um, but I did get a really good return for that. And the only reason was, was because I, I had studied my craft. I'd, oh, I'd spent hours upon hours upon hours trying to learn how to master that creativity effectively. So... My third tip, and I think this will be my third and final tip, is consistency. Now, I have, um, it's been in the last few months, I did a, it was, I think it was a challenge with Lisa Johnson. And it was one of the best things that I did. And it was called, um, don't quote me on this, because I might have it slightly wrong, but it was called Visible. And it was fantastic. And I remember listening to her in the masterclass at the end. And she was saying how important it is to be visible. Because if you're not visible, how are people going to know that you're there? So it's, I suppose it's very similar to um, years ago, obviously, there wasn't social media. And if you had a business well, you were probably going to have a shop. And, you know, you know if, if that shop wasn't open, you weren't being visible to your customers because all they would see is a closed shop. So that was showing them that you didn't open. Whereas if your shop is open, you're there, you're you're putting deals out all the time, you're selling this, you're selling that and and doing everything that you do when you have a store, then you're being visible. Now, it, it, I remember s- starting Candy Floss, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. And one of the things that I did repeatedly was that I was visible. I was visible all the time. I was constantly posting out. And these were the days when you could also post into groups as well. And I would post into these groups, not all the time, but on a regular basis. I was doing absolutely 
everything that I could to be visible because I knew that if if I didn't do that and I wasn't visible to my customers but also I wasn't you know you know you need to be consistent as well you know you can't just post out one week and then leave it three you have to be visible every day and you know for the businesses this is what Lisa Johnson said and I'm going to say it myself now so I quote her for the businesses that um maybe I won't quote her just in case I get the words wrong but for businesses who are not there now it's probably because they haven't been visible so it's extremely extremely important um you know I remember you know I started my business and I was really excited and it was also I think you know I was being a single mom and I had you know no income coming off of benefits I needed to make my business work and so therefore what I was doing is I was actually posting onto my my actual page my friends like my friends page so you know you have a profile on Facebook you know that you have friends on now I don't think you're supposed to do that now so I don't do that but there wasn't any hard and fast rule about that so I I just did and I remember people who were even close to me like friends family even they deleted me <laughs> and I remember thinking at the time oh my goodness I can't believe that I can't believe they've deleted me why would they do that and I was actually really hurt and quite upset about it. Now, we're talking probably, oh, I don't know, maybe, I suppose, 12 years ago. So it would have been about 29, maybe 30. So very, very different age to what I am now because I'm 42. But also, when I, the reason I say that is I was very, I was a much different person back then. Um, to what I am now. And if people delete me now, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. If you don't like me, you don't like me. That's whatever. Don't want you in my life if you don't like me. So I kind of treat it as a, a positive if someone deletes me. Um, but yeah, I remember them deleting me and I thought, oh, I, I kind of wanted them to support me at the same time. It's funny, isn't it? How things can kind of get you like that. But yeah, so that is going back. So I'm digressing now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so going back to what I was saying, um, definitely make sure that you are consistently visible and get your business out there. So that is my three top tips for for social media. So I've really enjoyed this week's episode, actually. Um, so... I hope you all have a wonderful week and I might do a little little bonus episode I think next week um but again thank you so much for supporting me it means the absolute world to me and I will look forward to talking to you again next week take care everyone bye